Let's all join together and pray. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, for you are our rock. You are our redeemer. Amen. So this is going to make me sound like a grumpy old man, but I know I'm relatively not that old, and I really don't think of myself as too grumpy. But here you go. Here it is. Water is just way too easy for us. I mean, think about how many times in a day that you have to worry about finding water to drink. Think about how long it takes you once you've decided that you want to get water, that you can go and grab your water bottle and take a drink. I mean, how much clean, drinkable water in a normal day do you have? Maybe you've got one of those mugs that tells you this is how much you should be drinking. How much water do you try to drink and you've got access to as much as you want in a day? Water is just too easy for us an absolute life necessity that we need gets met so easily, so quickly, and so fully for us that you and I don't even think about it. That's for us. That's our life. But you want to know the reality for a lot of people? It looks more like this. Do you know that there's still places on earth where water is a daily challenge? Do you know that there's people who spend up to eight hours a day struggling just to get water? Eight hours a day going back and forth, getting water for cooking, for cleaning, for drinking? Eight hours a day, sometimes traveling back and forth for miles with this huge bucket on top of their heads or shoulders trying to get this simple task done just so that they can have water. People in our world still are spending so much time and effort and energy struggling to get what people need to live. If they don't do this, they can't survive. So for you and I who live in America in 2023, where we can easily get water at any time, try to put yourself back into this kind of context. Imagine if you've already woken up early today and you've traveled lots of miles and you've gone through the task of carrying this thing back on your head and you've already come home and you've got that water and it's sitting there. Think about how tired you would be right now sitting here this morning. Think about how excited you'd be. Having that water done at least for part of your day, you're going to have water that you're going to have. Imagine that your life is dominated by what it takes to get water and how that's never going to change for you. If you can put yourself into this mindset, you're going to understand Jesus' interaction with this woman so much more. Because this is what she's doing. This is what she had done day after day. And there's no change coming in her life. No, this is what the rest of her life is going to be. She's working hard simply just to get enough water to survive. Jesus meets with this woman who is struggling, who is fighting just to get a basic necessity for life so that she can live.
But I think, too, it's good for us to understand that Jesus himself and his disciples are going through something that you and I can't really understand. Jesus is on a journey from the southern part of his country up to the north. And, like, miles-wise, you could think of it from, like, here to Raleigh. That's about how far Jesus is going. And for you and I, how many times in a day could we do that trip? Four, five, six times? I mean, we could do it that much. But that trip for Jesus and his disciples means that they are walking on foot, up and down hills, through rough country. That trip for him takes time and effort and energy. So, Picture it, Jesus having gone through that, on that journey, Jacob's well is there. And Jesus, being a real human being, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had all gone into town to buy food. (laughs) The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? But you can already tell. Nothing is going to stop Jesus from having this interaction. Nothing's going to stop him from talking to her. Not the exhaustion that he was feeling at that point. Not the race relations between two races that really did not try to mix at all. Not the awkward distance between two strangers coming together. No. Jesus was not going to let this opportunity slip. So when he asked for water and she questioned what he's talking about, Jesus gently started to lead her to something more. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him. And he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? The woman does what you and I would do. We would question what this crazy guy was talking about. I mean, what was he going to do? How was he going to get water when he didn't even have a bucket to get water out of this thing? We'd be left sitting there questioning what he was thinking about. So Jesus gently leads her to something more. Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. I wonder if people back then had dreams of living the kind of life that Jesus was offering. I wonder if they thought through what life might be like if it wasn't dominated by going to the well and getting water. What life might feel like if water, that basic necessity, wasn't a challenge Jesus might be offering, what they might dream about is a life where you've got so much more time and energy. I mean, if water was easy, then life, oh, life would be so much better. But Jesus wasn't talking about water. 
And again, he would gently keep leading her to understand that water was not going to be enough. You know how the, the rest of the interaction goes, right? He would help her understand that water was not going to help her from the guilt and the shame that she felt from the sinful life that she'd been living. Water was not going to answer the questions of what and where a proper worship life was going to look like. I mean, every question that she asked and brought to Jesus, he answered with another question back to her until she had to realize that this was not enough. Clean, drinkable water, a basic necessity for life, wasn't enough. Everything that seemed essential in life up to this point couldn't give what Jesus wanted to give. Up to this point in their interaction, Jesus was gently trying to guide her so that she would understand for herself, it's not enough. Now I thought, I really, really thought that I had done enough. I had spent four days before this hydrating like I'd never hydrated before. I drank water constantly. I was absolutely full of water. I was ready, I thought, to run the 12 miles, to go through the 20 plus obstacles of a Tough mutter obstacle course race. I was there. It was good to go. That was until I jumped out of the pit, which was about two miles from the end of the race. I hopped out of the pit and I felt it instantly. And then I sat there at the edge of the pit probably about 10-15 minutes as I had the worst leg cramp of my life. I sat there and you could literally see the muscles moving and I was mad at myself. I was mad at my body letting me down because I thought I had done enough to make it through. I thought I had enough water but I found out in a pretty rough way it wasn't enough. Because after that, I had to hobble through the rest of the race, over the next obstacles, under the net. I had to go through all of that and just pray that my left calf wouldn't cramp up so that I could actually make it across the finish line. But I found out in a really rough way that I didn't have enough to make it through. Now, when we realize that in physical life, it's disappointing, it's frustrating. But how much more when we find that out spiritually? That you're not enough. That you don't have enough. That you're not as ready as you should be. That you still need something more. So do you have enough today? Is it enough? What do you spend your time trying to fill yourself full of? Physical health? A focus on family life and relationships? Good food, filling food, healthy food for you? Eight hours of sleep? Maybe not last night, but eight hours of sleep normally? A good career? More achievements? Good grades? Hitting goals that you set? Vacation time that you actually use? I mean, what do you work hard to fill yourself full of? What do you make sure gets done and full? What do you want enough of? Everything in this interaction between Jesus and this woman was leading her to see that 
her soul didn't have the water that it needed. It wasn't enough. And the truth is, anything and everything that you try to fill up your life with here on earth, it's not going to be enough either. She and you and I need something more. And this is when the conversation turns. Because now, she knew that she needed water that she could never get from a well. The woman said, I know that Messiah called Christ is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. And now Jesus reveals it all. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. It's all been leading to this Everything she was looking for, everything she'd been working for, led her to know that the one standing in front of her, that Jesus would be everything that she needs. That's what your Savior is trying to do for you this morning. He is purposefully leading you gently to him, to his soul-refreshing salvation again, because he is enough. He is enough so that you don't have to question where you're at or try to burn yourself out in this world. No, listen to what Jesus says about how he will be everything that you need. Whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will be in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. He is enough. Now, in uh, America in 2023, this is a concept that you and I are all about. We love this word, this thing, unlimited, don't we? Think about how many sales pitches or commercials are built around this word, unlimited. Yep, come buy the jumbo bucket because next time you come back to the theater, unlimited popcorn. Every time you come back, unlimited refills. How about cell phones? Maybe you remember a time before unlimited plans. Yeah, you remember trying to watch your minutes and your data. Now, you can't imagine a cell phone plan without unlimited. That almost seems crazy that you would have a limit to what you're getting that way. Even, even the food that we eat, unlimited. Soup and salad, unlimited for this price. Cheddar biscuits, unlimited. Come here. Fries, unlimited. It's just this thing that we want that's built into our lives today. We want unlimited. Unlimited is better. Unlimited is what you and I want. And here's the cool thing. This is what Jesus gives us. Unlimited water that refreshes your soul. Unlimited forgiveness that covers over a sinner's sins. Unlimited guidance that points us back to him gently. His goodness to us is unlimited because he is enough. What he has done for us fills our hearts so full that it's just like water that overflows. That's never going to end. And because he is enough, Here's the cool thing. You already are the true worshipers that worship the Father in spirit and in truth. 
for they're the kind of worshipers that the Father seeks. What Jesus has done for you overflows in you so that where you spend your time and what you do is what he wants you to do. He is enough to get you through the challenges so that as you live for him, your life, everything you do is just an act of worship. He is enough. So take your time, slow down, and be refreshed by Jesus. Your soul needs his water. You need to hear how much he loves you, that you're forgiven today and now and then again and again. He's the best thing. He's unlimited and you can never get too much. So let your God gently guide you back to him, to the forgiveness that he gives you in baptism, in the Lord's Supper, in his word. Let Jesus shock you with this amazing statement again and again that I, the one speaking to you, the thing that you need, I am he. And then here's the cool thing. Even compared to water for us today, Jesus is so easy. Easier than getting clean drinking water for us. So slow down. Take a drink. Focus on Jesus and he will give you what you need for today and for forever. Amen.